Recovery Insider. Recovery Insider. Recovery Insider. Recovery Insider. This is Recovery Insider. Hello and welcome to Recovery Insider. I'm your host, Tim Meyer. As always, our program is being brought to you by Lighthouse Recovery Institute. Lighthouse Recovery Institute reminding you that we can all change. If you or someone you know needs help, call 1-844-I-CAN-CHANGE. That's 1-844-I-CAN-CHANGE. Or visit them online at lighthouserecoveryinstitute.com. Don't forget about our podcast. We've got one of those web dealies too. Our website is recoveryinsiderpodcast.com, recoveryinsiderpodcast.com. Shoot us an email at recoveryinsider at gmail.com. Uh, go to our website. You can look at um, lots of cool pictures and read our articles and find all of our podcasts, which are also available on the iTunes. Uh, someday, one day, hopefully, Brian will give it us, get us on the Spotify, but that still hasn't happened. Whatever. And so, yeah, listen to our podcast and subscribe, please. It means a lot. So today's program is a conversation about the presidential election. Which of the two people running for the election would be best for people in recovery? What are both of their stances on addiction? And we have two experts in addiction here with us today. They are my brothers. Teddy and Daniel, and they've researched the addiction from both uh, the position on addiction from both sides, and they're going to share their opinions with you here today. So, Teddy and Daniel, say hi. Hey, what's up, Daniel? How's it How's it going, Tim? This is Teddy. Thanks for having us on. Um, what are Donald Trump's views on addiction? Uh, well, Tim, from my extensive research here. Uh, on on the internet donald trump well you see the thing is is he hasn't really talked about it much uh it doesn't seem to be something that's too important to him i do know that he believes a lot of the problem is the influx of these drugs into our country true um and and so he believes uh like many other things that building a wall in our southern border uh will will prevent these drugs from entering the country. Which they would, you know. Everyone knows that, you know, despite all the tunnels they'd build down there, uh, you know, walls protect against tunneling too. So Yeah, I mean well here's good the point. thing. Good my point. roommate my roommate, uh Dave, his room's right next to mine. You I have a you, I you have a roommate na- you have a roommate named Dave? I do, yeah. Alright, keep going. Well his room's right next to mine, but I can't get into it because there's a wall. Right in between us there. Very See? it's a very effective effective wall. Really See, goes back what, ages. What I've never understood is things roll downhill. Mm-hmm. So isn't it already tough enough to get the drugs up from Mexico? That it's yeah. I mean, unless you're at the equator. I don't know exactly where the equator is, but I know it goes toward everything goes towards the equator. So if that's in the middle of Mexico then you know, maybe they've got to roll it up towards us too. Um, or they, you know what, Daniel? You know what? I think you're 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 onto something here. If the wall goes up, that's not going to work because using gravity, they could just go down with it. But since the yeah. Earth is a globe, it could it would then come back up around 
side yeah. too sometimes. Yeah, right, which back. is exactly why the world is flat. Now, moving sure. on, first of all, is Ecuador on the equator? It should be if it's not. I think that's one of Trump's positions is he wants to move Ecuador towards the equator. I think it's – and you know what? I would for continuity that. Sake. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. it's, he's got some good points, mostly bad ones, but a couple of those things he's on to something. They're like, well, half, they're like half good ideas, you know. Well, they really are, and, and half of the good ideas usually half good. Now, I looked up um, what Donald Trump's views on addiction are, and just to get the facts straight, he agrees with Hillary on a cautious approach to legalizing pot. Yep. So both candidates want to approach it cautiously. Um, what are both of your um, opinions on legalizing pot? Well, my personal opinion is I think Teddy, it should be... Oh, Teddy, fine. Teddy Thanks. first. Thank you. Thanks. Teddy first. Thanks. He's oldest. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I... You know, my stance is I think that there's I, – I, I think that it probably should be legal. I think the main issue here, it ties to the criminal justice system and who are we putting into jail and for what reasons. Nonviolence crimes, uh, especially something like possession of marijuana, I feel like to put someone in jail is uh, really putting an end to their life. Not putting an end to their life, but certainly making it more difficult for them. Uh, or as some sort of treatment uh, would be better. Daniel, you heard what he just said, right? Yep. He wants to end the lives of people who smoke marijuana. I think it's pretty horrible. Um, I'm ashamed everyone listening that this is my brother. I don't think that's what I said. I mean, oh. Donald yeah. Trump he actually calls for decriminalization of... Everything um, in 1991. Yeah, really. So... <laughs> Yeah, but he's come around on pretty much everything that he's said. I mean, I don't think anyone should even really take anything he says um, as serious. And my cat is going to meet um, a bunch of people on the street. Sorry, I got distracted. But anyways, yeah, he's pretty much come around on that, though, Timmy. Um, I don't think – I think he's pretty much just wanted to let medicinal marijuana be acceptable and let states decide – Right. Um, recreational. One of the things, he doesn't actually talk about addiction very much at all and says, I think that recreational marijuana is a bad idea and I feel strongly about that. So he says, I think recreational marijuana is a bad idea. I feel strongly about that. Teddy, in your best Donald Trump impression, Say, I think recreational marijuana is a bad idea. Uh, you know, Tim, I think that uh, recreational marijuana is uh, what line? Line bad. It's a bad idea. It's bad. A bad idea. Just bad. Okay, Teddy, yeah. if you could, if you could start your Donald Trump impression now, that would be good. Oh, <laughs> I, I thought you said JFK. <laughs> oh no. No, the guy with more letters. Mm. Uh, Couple, three. Yeah, you know, why don't you go on to Daniel real quick? I'm just going to pull up a YouTube video of Donald Trump and listen to it real <laughs> fast. 
Well, uh, speaking of Donald Trump, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Just a fun little fact. He actually, um, well, he said he does disavow uh, David Duke's endorsement, but February 25th, the uh, this is real. Ku Klux Klan Grand Wizard uh, David Duke endorsed him. So first off, lots to unpack there. Grand Wizards, Ku Klux Klan, um, interesting. But uh, anyways, yeah. Real so, quick, draw something interesting. Real quick, draw the connection for me, real quickly, on the Ku Klux Klan and how that has to do with our talk about addiction. Addiction. I mean, I'm not. I'm not part of this whole like white supremacy thing, but. I'm sure, like, if Trump's part of it, which no one really can say if he is or isn't, that could be addicting to him. He might be addicted to these, like, wearing these hoods and being really, really racist, which we've already seen. So just a thing to think about. Maybe we need to get him in in some place. Yeah, Lighthouse Recovery Institute, I think they will not take him. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. um, Good call. But that's not my call to make. I, you know, Daniel, the idea that Donald Trump is addicted to hate is very interesting, and because addiction does run in his family. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump's brother died of alcoholism, and Donald yes. Trump, despite what he says and does, has never actually touched alcohol. Interesting. Really? You would assume he's just on something the entire time, right? Yeah. Donald Trump has, Donald Trump has not ever drank. He does not drink. And his addiction runs in his family, and unfortunately his brother died of alcoholism. That kind of makes me feel bad for it. Mm. But we haven't now, seen his birth certificate, so we don't even know <laughs> if that's true. What? I did you not know. know this. Yeah. He we might not, not even be born in America. Donald, where do you think he was born? I don't know. Ecuador. Who's to say? Probably Ecuador, exactly. Which is, it, it all makes sense now. That's why he's trying to move it. Mm, so, yeah, interesting. What do you think about this, Teddy, this connection of Donald Trump's brother dying from alcoholism? Um... Yeah, I think uh, I, I missed a little bit of it, just real quick to say, because I was trying to find a, a good video of him on YouTube to do an impression. Um, but I think uh, I, I did not know that. I'm, I'm, I'd be surprised surprised that he never had a drink. Also, there were some accusations of him doing cocaine. Oh. about that? Yeah. Mm. Hey, next time you go to do your research, could you let us know you're leaving the room? Sure. No, I was I was still here. I was <coughs> trying to listen with both ears. Do you study for your tests while you take them? I think that's called cheating. Exactly. <laughs> All well, right. Timmy, I don't think we should we should, you know, put Donald Trump up on a pedestal just because he hasn't touched anything. He he doesn't even understand it clearly what addiction is because there's a that USA winner, Tara Connor, he, uh, you know, just fired her. And even though she won, fired and whatever he you can do. I don't understand how you can be fired 
after you mm-hmm. win a contest, but he did it to her after he said that there was a, after she had a appetite for cocaine in his words and said, we have hundreds of thousands of young men and women around, around the world who look up to Miss USA and Miss Universe. It's really important to set a high standard. There's no question she's a party girl. So I think maybe you could sway that one way and see how he could be supporting it. But in my mind, you know, you don't just throw a person under the bus like that. Right. I think he just likes the spotlight of being the the hero. And mm-hmm. so no, absolutely. take all that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Three things. Number one, you sound like the young man who did his research before the podcast started. Mm, mm. So thank you. Thank you for that. Number two, you're actually wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump actually came out and said that we we give people second chances. He gave her a second chance. And Mm. she went to rehab. Um, and then, uh, then, you know, didn't work out, but he was very supportive of her. Mm, um, sorry. My research is coming from 2006. So <laughs> decade old, decade old information, folks. Sorry about that. I, I may, I may do my research last minute, but it's up to date. research. It is. Okay. Vetted. Okay. Um, third thing is that grain of salt. What does that mean? Grain of salt? You never heard that expression? No, I've heard it, but what does it mean? It means it means you can't take it like a coconut. It's got to be salt. Small, not big. Yeah, I guess small doses. Right? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see what I mean, America? That yeah. that makes no sense. Um, <laughs> now moving right along um, to Teddy, he's the most prepared. Teddy. Um, Donald Trump, he has a pretty, it seems, although there's not a lot on it, a a pretty positive approach and position on addiction. Would you agree? Um, based on, based on what? Based on, I mean, based on some of the things you've been saying, uh, I guess so. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't able to find too much. It didn't seem like he spoke openly about it very often. No, he didn't. But there's a whole other issue here um, around addiction that, although his stance on addiction may be good, part of um, something that runs very close in parallel with addiction is eating disorders. The Lighthouse Recovery Institute does a fantastic job helping women with eating disorders. Andrea Scabini is their eating disorder uh, therapist, and she's a, she is fantastic. I know her personally. She is just great. And something happened in the election with uh, that came up about Donald Trump calling former Miss Universe Miss Piggy. Mm. And it turned out that... Wait, she was, it wasn't actually Miss Piggy who was Miss Universe. I just want to clarify that. No, it was not. Yeah, no. it wasn't the Muppet that won. Okay, good. No, she did. She came in third. But gotcha. he called this woman Miss Piggy and said that she gained too much weight and then made her work out on camera 
in front of about 30 news cameras. And this woman suffered from, uh, she was anorexic and bulimic. So that is something that I think needs to be talked about. I wrote an article recently. Um, there was an article recently on uh, sobriety for women that talks about that. Ted, do you want to, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel terrible. I mean, and I mean that's not even the that thing just came out recently, and it's an extreme example. But the whole and whole campaign he's been doing stuff like this, talking talking down to women, just constantly referring to a woman by how she looks, like that's his opinion about someone. He immediately just goes to like, ah, she's ugly, she's fat, and I it just is shocking to me that this person is running for the president of the United States. I, it baffles my mind. Daniel. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just shocked by the whole thing. Like 30 cameras, really? You can't do it with 20 Donald's like overkill times well, a million, but it's you know, just, I don't, I think one camera would have been too many. I mean, Maybe, but I think his goal is to show, like, how she was looking. Uh, he needed to prove his point, right? Because that's what's important to Donald Trump is, like, making sure everyone thinks that, like, wait a second. Like, I called her Miss Piggy, but, like, let's get 30 cameras in there so that everyone can see. But, uh, sorry, rambling. I, I just don't understand why he says, like Teddy said, why he says that, why this is a person that's running it, for president and he's literally just, it, then, it, I mean, the whole thing was also followed by a storm of Twitter tweets, like, stop, just stop talking. Usually where the Twitter tweets come from is usually on Twitter. Twitter tweets. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> well, this is coming from the guy who starts his podcast. By every time he references an internet thing, he puts the word the in front of it. The Facebook. We, we can check it out on the Facebook. Hopefully we get on the Spotify. <laughs> so Thank you, Tony. You're welcome, Daniel. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> I invited you I invited you to be on my nationally renowned podcast and you're yeah, gonna be rude. Yeah, and you give me you give me like 30 minutes heads up and then make fun of me for not doing my research. You should have done your research. I, I'm on Timmy's side on that. Come on, man. Professionalism. Yeah. But uh, I think one thing's interesting. I just tried to look up um, if anyone, I hope to God no one's still on the fence about who to vote for, but if you are uh, and addiction is something that you're concerned about in your presidential candidate, um, Donald Trump's website has no information about his policies about addiction, but Hillary has a nice, great big page and a video to go along with it. So just kind of showing where his priorities lie in that regard. Hey, Daniel, what's the date today? The date is October 12th. Is this a trick question? Sunday, October 2nd, 2.43 p.m. Hey, Teddy, do you have time to do a podcast with me? <laughs> next week about the presidential election. So, well, you say 30 minutes, I say two weeks. Moving on, 
Um, about this eating disorder thing, I actually think this is the worst thing that Donald Trump has ever done or said. I don't have either of you ever seen a, what it looks like um, when a man or a woman is hospitalized for an eating disorder. Um, I have not, but I know several of my friends who have had an eating disorder slash probably still do. I don't know if that's something that no, you can person. So no, you recover from it, but um, it kills people. Um, I think it was estimated that I don't have the numbers. The article on sobriety for women has the numbers that two percent, about a hundred and I'm not going to say the numbers as I don't know, but um, two percent of all people with a serious eating disorder die from it. And Donald Trump is on TV saying that Miss Universe is Miss Piggy. She looks beautiful in the workout video and that she needs to lose weight. That is potentially fatal. Those comments are potentially fatal fatal with women with an eating disorder. I'm I'm just not not even being funny about this stuff now. It's just it is the worst thing when you really look at it and no one in the media is talking about it and I wanted to know why. Yeah. Teddy, why are they not talking about it? They're not talking about it because of Donald Trump's amazing ability to give us something else to talk about one mm-hmm. day later. And and that's the reason he's in the position he's in now. Uh, his most fervent supporters are never going to change their mind. And so it doesn't matter that he keeps having uh, these crazy, you know, scandals, if you want to call them, what would, for any other candidate, be a torpedo, you'd immediately have lost the race. Uh, He's able to just keep following one up with the other, and you don't have time to catch up with it. So true. The people that support him are not, they literally don't care. They they have other things they worry about. He's like Speedy Gonzalez, who actually is, say it with me, one, two, three, Mexican. From the country of Mexico. I said speedy. Come on. Okay. So Donald Trump, pretty good on it, pretty good on addiction from what we can tell, and basically mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. human being on the planet when it comes to the issue of eating disorders. Let's I just move on. I just really want to reiterate about yeah, you can if you dig into like what his positions are on addiction, you can find them, but. It's not easy, which should lead you to believe that he really doesn't care. Like, everyone has a position on everything, but what's most easily accessible for voters is probably what they're trying to get past. So, anyways, yes, moving on. I just want to. Um, okay. Hillary Clinton. Teddy, you've done the most research here out of the group. What? How easy is it to find Hillary Clinton's stance on addiction? <laughs> I mean, Tim, it's as easy as, like, if you were to – if I had to just guess what the URL might be, uh, you would be exactly right. It's HillaryClinton.com slash issues slash addiction. Thank you. And there it is. There's a whole page, uh, and it breaks it down into short bullet points that you can read more about uh, if you're interested in the details of. Well, it's a, it's a uh, recovery podcast, so let's just go out on a limb and say we're interested in the details. What would those what would those details what would those details be? Uh prevention. 
uh, teaching adolescents about drug and addiction, uh, which is of course a good uh, a good first step. But then also treating treatment and recovery for you know people battling with addiction right now. Uh, and I just like the word she uses too. You know, um, you know, effective and ongoing care rather than neglect and stigmatization. Uh, realizing that you know this isn't a, a moral decision that someone's making; that it's it's a problem that they're dealing with, an illness. Um, I don't know about this. She said also referred to this is a very specific detail. First responders, all first responders should have access to um, I don't know how to pronounce this, but naloxone, a drug that can prevent opioid overdoses from becoming mm-hmm. fatal. You know what's the Spanish of naloxone? Oh, it's something really simple. It's like not cabeza, but something like that. Yeah, similar, similar. Well, what that is is that's a drug that helps uh, with heroin overdoses. I believe at the moment of overdose, yes. They can well, Teddy, you know, you know what? Since you're so good with research on the fly, what? Why don't you look that up for us? And the hey. pronunciation. Yeah, Daniel and I will go on to what Hillary Clinton says about criminal justice reform. Let's prioritize rehabilitation and treat. Let's prioritize rehabilitation and treatment over prison for low-level and nonviolent drug offenses, and work to end the era of mass incarceration. So what she does there is she brings in uh, reducing the population in jails in, into her substance abuse policies which I think is fantastic. Daniel? Correct. Uh, now, to me, I actually, uh, interestingly enough, wrote a report on uh, specifically it was legalization, but we uh, – Wait, I, in preparation for this podcast, you wrote an entire report about it? Uh, not exactly. Say yes. Uh, Say yes. <laughs> sure. But, yeah, I mean, if you want to reduce God. it to that, yeah. That means um, so much. No problem. Anything for you, Timmy. But, anyways uh, – so I wrote a report on legalization of marijuana. A large section of that had to do with just this and how one-sided the drug laws can be, um, and it is very uh, racially biased. And this idea of you lock a, or you put a kid in court and tell him he has to, you know, he has a couple choices, but all of them, you know, pretty much lead to jail time. And so for this, you know, rehabilitation and treatment over prison time, not only is a lot of people might come at you and be like, well, that's money. But if you look at the data, people in prison cost more than just rehabilitation. And especially for, like she's saying, low-level and nonviolent drug offenses, you save money over in that, and it helps those people out. You know, going to jail ruins your life rehabilitating and treating them is what fixes their life. It's the humane and economic way to do it. Yeah, but how do we know that treatment's going to work? If you, like she's saying, in her second bullet point that we're all looking at. No, 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 you jerk. The answer (laughs) is my brother Timmy's been sober almost six years, and we love Ah, him. Yes. He's (laughs) proof this works. It is. All right, Teddy, how are we going on the research there? Uh, we're doing really good, Tim. Actually, I can just... Uh, naloxone or naloxone. 
Ah. I don't know if you caught that, but it's uh, naloxone or naloxone. Awesome. Uh, what is it for? That's the Spanish. Uh, it is. Uh, it is for. Um, it works within two minutes uh, when injected to a muscle, and uh, can also work within five minutes. And uh, it is uh, used to block the effects of opioids. Opioids. Sorry. Um, especially in in overdose situations. Opioids. I, I assume that that means it blocks the receptors. Opioids. Opioids. Yeah. Opioids. So pretty much. Pretty if much. You're real, you never want to. Eat. <laughs> Opioids. <laughs> Opioids. Uh, not not USDA approved. <laughs> okay, so if you go on, basically coming to the end of our time here, if you go on Hillary Clinton's website, you can click on issues and it brings up addiction. It shows her meeting with people who are in addiction. It's got quotes, videos, talks about her plan. It is a comprehensive plan to fight the heroin epidemic in America. And when it comes to Eating disorders, um, I don't see anything on here, but I definitely don't see anything criminal, like, <laughs> on Donald Trump's page. Yeah, right. I, I don't I don't know of Hillary Clinton admitting on tape to committing sexual assault. Mm. Um, sure. I don't think I haven't seen that pop up yet. And, you know... The other night, Donald Trump brought up stuff about her and her husband um, that was not – it was later proven by the fact checkers. You know, how come no one's calling Donald Trump a fat checker? Fat checker? <laughs> yeah. Fat checker. Because uh, anyway, when they go low, we go high, Tim. Exactly. When, yeah. That was Hillary's response, and it shut everyone down. It, you don't even hear about it. And what's great about that is that is a recovery principle, you know, taking care of your side of the street, going high when they go low, doing the next right thing, helping others, you know, that is what recovery is all about. So although I haven't seen anything that I would say that Hillary is in recovery or needs to be, um, but it, it, that was refreshing because I think in that debate, Hillary Clinton showed us something that we could all do to make our lives and those around us a little bit better. And I don't think we've seen any of that from Donald Trump. No, not at all. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, um, before we uh, before we close, um, real quick, um, Daniel and then Teddy. Why don't you give us some brief closing, brief closing statements? Yeah, sure. Um, Daniel, this is your closing statement. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I just want to thank you, Timmy, for letting me do this. And uh, uh, as always, it's a pleasure to have these little talks with you guys. Um, I just want to say that I obviously should be obvious I'm going to go against the Grand Wizard's um, opinion, and I'm going to actually endorse Hillary. 
for president. Um, hope everyone else is doing the same. And, uh, yeah, I think she's definitely going to actually do something for addiction and, uh, you know, people with eating disorders in this country. Awesome. Thank you so much, Daniel. And, Teddy, these are your closing statements. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I just also want to say thanks so much. That's for it for Recovery Tim, Insider. Thank you so much the for very the... short amount of time I was given to prepare. Uh, <laughs> I think we really pulled it off. Thanks so much. That's it. You don't want to talk about the candidates? One last. I mean, Daniel went out on a limb and endorsed one of them. <laughs> Check your local paper, people. <laughs> White uh, boy from upstate New York endorses Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, shocking. Um, I'm. Yeah, I would obviously also support Hillary Clinton. I think you could tell by the conversation prior. Good one, Teddy. Thanks. Firing. <laughs> <laughs> Move to tears. All right. Well, Hard if you guys are out there were wondering who to vote for, if addiction is the number one issue on your list, the answer is unequivocally in the United States, here, around the world, and especially in Ecuador, vote for Hillary Clinton. That is it for this week's election edition of Recovery Insider. As always, we're being brought to you by our sponsor, Lighthouse Recovery Institute. Lighthouse Recovery Institute, reminding you that we can all change. Call 1-844-I-CAN-CHANGE. That's 1-844-I-CAN-CHANGE. Find them on the web at Recovery Institute. Uh, wait, no, that's us. RecoveryInsiderPodcast.com is us. Find them on the web at LighthouseRecoveryInstitute.com. Thank you very much, Teddy and Daniel, no for problem. being on the program. Thank you subscribe, so much. Subscribe to our podcast, please, both of you. Will do. And as always, stay sober, my friend.